All right. Thank you guys for joining us again on our Conversations podcast. And we are continuing our discussion on doctrine and we're continuing our discussion on the doctrine of Christ um, with the resurrection and how Jesus came back from the dead. Uh, last time we kind of covered some unique points of the resurrection. And this time we are going to be talking about the importance of the resurrection. So, Jeff, let's take it away. Okay, so um, when we're talking about the resurrection, we are talking about something extremely significant. And if I could find a better word than extremely, I would, because I just can't place enough weight on the resurrection. As you, and, and we're not going to be able to get into everything about the importance of the resurrection, but we are going to get into some of it. But let me just start off by saying this. First of all, Christianity stands or falls on the resurrection. The resurrection is a make or break kind of a thing. And I know that some people use that phrase make or break, you know, kind of loosely. No, in this case, literally, it's make or break. And uh, if the resurrection didn't happen, what we're yeah, doing we, right uh, now is pointless. We like to people like to toss around that word heresy yeah like you know just say it for stuff they don't believe in like you know you voted for who that's heresy <laughs> you know but but when we we're talking about the resurrection man that's where we actually start moving into hair like jesus yeah. didn't come back to life no that's that's heresy that's heresy <laughs> you know we can go ahead and use the word yeah. now so yeah now you're getting into heresy and right. you're starting to mess around with the false gospel at this point you know right absolutely right yeah, that's huge man yeah um, okay, so I'm going to read you something uh, the Apostle Paul said about this. And, um, and this is found in 1 Corinthians 15, beginning in verse, oh, I guess verse 12. And, um, and he's going to lay out, he's talking about other things as well, but uh, he's talking about the importance of the resurrection, and, and he says some things that are significant. So here we go. Paul says, but tell me this. Since we preach that Christ rose from the dead, why are some of you saying there will be no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised either. Okay, so let's just stop here for just a moment. He's talking about the resurrection of like you and me and those kinds of things. And he's talking about a, a belief and he's trying to prove that, you know, if you believe in the resurrection of the, of the dead in general, how come you can't believe in the resurrection of Christ? And so he's trying to connect some dots for the, his audience. So, all right, here we go. For if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, then all our preaching is useless. And your faith is useless. And we apostles would all be lying about God. For we have said that God raised Christ from the grave, but that can't be true if there is no resurrection of the dead. And if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. In that case, all who have died believing in Christ are lost. And if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. Okay, so 
the bottom line is Paul is getting up in the face of these people and he is just point blank saying, if Jesus did not resurrect from the grave, we are wasting our time. And I'm going to put it in our language. We are wasting our time going to church, telling people about Jesus. We are wasting our time praying. We're wasting our time and money, starting churches, supporting churches, Pastors are wasting their time. They need to go get a real job and a real career. You know, I mean, missionaries, waste of time. Uh, to believe in anything that's connected with Christ is, is useless, pointless, waste of time. And to try to live for the glory of God and, and honor Christ, pointless. And, and But then he adds, he says, we are, more, we are, uh, we are to be pitied more than anyone in the world if he didn't resurrect and we're trying to live for someone who never resurrected. So, I mean, Paul is saying that Christianity stands or falls on the resurrection. It's make or break. Mm -hmm. And so if he did resurrect from the grave, then everything that the Bible talks about is true. And if he didn't, you know, I just close your Bible and move on. You know, and so, uh, uh, I mean, this, this is why I say, this is why I said earlier, this is extremely significant. And if I could find a better word than extremely, I would. So you understand what I mean here. Okay. So Paul, he's, he's bringing down the hammer on how important, how important this is. So mm -hmm. Christianity stands or falls on the resurrection. All right, now, before we go to another importance, uh, Chris, anything to add, any questions? I need to clarify anything? No, nah, man. Paul says it all when he says it's useless. If this isn't true, it is useless. And, man, useless is a strong term. It like, is. There's not many things that are useless. Like, I mean, scrap paper can be reused and stuff. You know, scrap. Yeah. We were talking about scrap lumber earlier. Right, yeah, yeah. You do a ton of stuff with that, man, but useless? Right. Mm-mm. No, so I mean, yeah, without the resurrection, I mean, really, throw your Bible away because if <laughs> if we don't have the resurrection, we don't need it. Don't go yeah. to church. Stop going to church. Don't Stop tithe. To church. Man, go to the lake, enjoy right, life. Absolutely. I mean, you be a good person, be nice. You don't want to be a troublemaker, but right. I mean, uh But without you know. the resurrection, yeah, you might as well not. Now with the resurrection, obviously it's something different, and we believe that the resurrection did occur. So you know, I heard a preacher once say a long time ago, and it made sense back then. Okay, this is, I was a new believer, didn't know a whole lot. I thought, yeah, yeah, it's good. And he said, even if the Bible wasn't true, I would still live the Christian life because it's the best life ever. Okay, that sounds honorable, noble, if you don't think about it. Right. Um, you know, now that I'm down the road a little bit, um, there is no, you couldn't pay me to live this life. Right. Be, I mean, without, man. without, without Jesus being real, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, there is way too much heartache, suffering, sacrifice. Um, you know, uh, it, my life would be a whole lot easier if I was not concerned about my sin or everybody else's. You understand what I'm saying? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just say, you know what, man, it's all good. You know, just yeah. enjoy life, you know, have fun, go to the lake, go fishing, raise your garden, do what, I don't know, spend time with the kids, whatever you want to do. Sure. You know, uh, you know, just don't create havoc for my life. You know, I, but the, to say, I'm going to live the Christian life, even if it wasn't true, Paul, in the verse that we just read, he is saying it's don't, no, don't do it. It's pointless. You know, so anyway. Um, you know, what's funny is, you know, if somebody really wanted to, they could take these like podcasts and they just took snippets. Actually, like when you I'm said, throw the Bible away. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already planning on doing that too. You don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I do that to your sermons every week. Yes. Yeah. So does everybody else. Yeah. You can't even believe what Jeff yeah, One day I'm going to deliver you a gift of an entirely auto-tuned sermon. Page, <laughs> so it sounds like you're singing it, but <laughs> it sounds like, okay. With all my vast free time. I'm gonna yes. <laughs> yes. All your vast free time. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, yeah. Go. Okay. All right. So we're talking about the importance of the resurrection. So now you, you mean, even if we just, ended there you, you get it yeah. but let's kind of walk through a few more things here uh the resurrection of jesus guarantees our resurrection uh we mentioned this in the previous podcast and, and but uh uh jesus said in john eleven twenty five, he said i am the resurrection of life anyone who believes in me will live even after dying everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die and again that includes the resurrection there uh, later, Jesus said in John 14, 19, he said, since I live, you also will live. First Corinthians 15, 20. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. He is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. So you see, just as death came into the world through a man, talking about Adam, now the resurrection from the dead began through another man, talking about Jesus. Just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam, everyone who belongs to Christ will be given a uh, will be given new life but there is an order to this resurrection christ was raised uh, as the first of the harvest then all who belong to christ will uh, be raised when he comes back now that's what paul says in first corinthians 15. Uh, so the lord's resurrection you know guarantees our resurrection that's why the resurrection is important um and it offers us encouragement and, you know, and looking forward to the future, no matter how bad it gets, you know, someday we're going to be resurrected and, you know, and experience everything that Jesus bought for us on that cross. Um, okay. Another point uh, of importance here is that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is a vital part of the gospel. Uh, if you remove the resurrection of Jesus from the gospel, you no longer have the gospel. The good news is no longer good news. The death of Jesus just simply becomes news. Just news, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. There is nothing good it at this becomes, point. You know, when we talk to kids about salvation, you know, we talk to them about, you know, Jesus was born. Uh, you know, Jesus lived a perfect life. Jesus died for our sins. Yep. And if it just ends there, it's, it becomes good man died mm -hmm. or, you know, blasphemous man died, depending on who's writing the newspaper right, article. Yeah, but, yeah. but, you know, one, but we always finish with, and then, you know, Jesus proved that he was God because he, he resurrected himself. And, and that was, and not even just proof that he was God, but proof that he had power over right. sin and death. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Well, okay. So, uh, by the way, if you want to do an an in-depth study of the of the the resurrection of Jesus and the resurrection of believers, I mean, really, First Corinthians fifteen. I mean, if you just dive into it, go verse by verse, you're going to just wrestle with a lot of good stuff. Because if you'll pay attention, I'm referring to First Corinthians fifteen quite a bit. Because uh, here's another verse out of First Corinthians fifteen talking about the resurrection of Jesus um, as being a, a vital part of the gospel. First Corinthians 15, verse one, Paul says, I pass on to you what was most important and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scripture said. He was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the scriptures said. So there he's talking about the good news, the gospel, uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And um, it is, when you're sharing the gospel, uh, you know, if you were to share the gospel and you're talking about Jesus, again, if you talk about his virgin birth, miraculous birth, you know, all that, and then his sinless life, man, that's in miracles and his teachings and his love and compassion and all that. And then his sacrificial death and voluntary death on the cross and all of that. If you end there, you know, you, you're, st you're, you're falling short of the gospel of Jesus when it comes to uh, what Jesus did for you. You're going to have to talk about the resurrection or you haven't finished the story. Um, you know, it's kind of like telling somebody, you know, uh, that they have cancer and here's how, how, how it can be removed, but you get all the way through the process, but you never really tell them here's how it gets removed. You know, it just falls short. You know, there's no hope. Well, the resurrection gives us hope regarding our sin and stuff. Um, okay. I got one more point after this on the importance of the resurrection. Chris, anything about any of this so far you want to add or ask me a question or clarify i have a a side a side point but it might be able to wait but i'm just going to go ahead and do it because yeah know, you know, go ahead. no we were we were talking about something and i was like hey i need to pull that up and now i don't remember what point we were talking about something about the encouragement of the resurrection or something i don't we were talking about it being encouraging because it implies our resurrection but right uh one passage that that comes to mind when i think about the encouragement of the resurrection is long before jesus died which is um crazy because you don't think about resurrection until then but it was when he brought lazarus back from the dead and um uh you know martha's passive aggressive mad and says you know hey if you'd been here lazarus wouldn't have died but you know now i know that god will give you whatever you ask and jesus says well your brother will rise again and you know that's kind of she thinks he's doing the funeral thing where we say hey, you know, you'll see your, your dad again because he was saved and stuff. And she says, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus turns around and says something crazy. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. Not, I will be resurrected. Not, I have the power to resurrect myself. Not, I have the power to resurrect you. I am the resurrection. And, you know, we talk about, uh, the idea of 
you know, uh, uh, people ask, well, aren't there many ways to heaven? Aren't there many ways to Jesus? Aren't there many ways that we can interpret these things? Yeah, sometimes there are different ways to interpret things. But Jesus clearly says, I am the resurrection, not I am one of the ways to resurrection. And man, it's so encouraging, though, to just understand that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And so that was just a side note that, that caught me when you were talking a little bit earlier. So, yeah, you yeah. know, um, one of the great, those I am statements by Jesus, uh, that is an excellent way to understand who Jesus is. Right. And because uh, it really takes you into the essence of who he is. And it, it takes you beyond just this great man walking around doing great yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, it's one thing to be able to cause the resurrection. It's another thing to raise people from the dead. It's, and it's also incredible that he's able to raise himself from the dead. But it's another thing to say, I am the resurrection. I mean, I, I am resurrection power in essence. That's who I am. Uh, that's a whole another mind blowing statement, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's good stuff. All right. Are we ready yeah. to move on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you had another thought there or something. Nope. Okay. So, all right. One last short, uh, observation here again, uh, the importance of the resurrection. I mean, when this thing can go on and on, I mean, we just look at the various verses about the resurrection, uh, of Jesus. Um, I mean, the new Testament is full of it. I mean, they're, they're, they, the, the believers in the, um, in like an Acts, And when you look at, uh, writings of Paul and Peter and all them, they spend much more time on the resurrection say, than they do the birth. Um, uh, and so the point is this, the resurrection is a key doctrine of Christianity. Uh, it is one of those that, I would strongly encourage every believer to master as much as possible. Um, you know, cause when, when you study the resurrection, you're going to talk about the nature of the resurrection, the uniqueness of the resurrection. You're going to talk about, you know, the, I am statement, like I am the resurrection. What do you, you know, you want to look at key passages of scriptures. You're going to, you know, you're going to talk about how it impacts us, you know, as, believers and uh and on and on it goes you can talk about the theories of the resurrection behind us and people try to you know wash it away you know or cover it up or redefine it or whatever and um but really it's it's a key doctrine and, and like i said in the early church they talked about the resurrection a lot and um and it also it seems to me that that they if they were to celebrate anything if they're a bit, if they had a holiday, they it, based on what I'm reading in the Bible, their big holiday would be to uh, would be to celebrate the resurrection. But our big holiday is the birth, which is that's important. Don't misunderstand me. That's part of the doctrine of Christ, uh, and the resurrection wouldn't have made any wouldn't have meant anything if his birth didn't happen the way it happened. You, in, you know, it's all connected. Yeah, but. and in reality, I mean, the idea that I mean, as a church or as the big C church, um, you know, we celebrate both and, and generally the big C church will put more emphasis on Easter, but 
yeah, in our culture and our society, Christmas is right. celebrated significantly more widely. So it's important to kind of draw that line between you know, culture versus yeah, it is church. I guess does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of. And yeah. and and the thing is, the reality. Most I don't think most people. I think I don't think as a pastor in talking to believers, I don't think most believers are thinking about when they go to church, and we'll just say on Sunday at this point, mm-hmm. on Sunday morning, that the reason why we gather on Sunday morning mm-hmm. is because of that is right. of the resurrection. Right. We celebrate, you know, the, the whole Old Testament, New Testament thing went from Saturday, Sabbath to Sunday, you know, liberation. I mean, it went from, you know, uh, the Ten Commandments rules and animal sacrifices to the Lord's Day, the resurrection. And uh, we are able to celebrate new life together every Sunday on the first day of the week because of the resurrection. So really, right. we're celebrating the resurrection every Sunday. Right, absolutely. And I, I, you know, and I know this sounds weird from a pastor. I, I, love, I love Easter. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But to me, um, you know, when, it, when Easter rolls around, the only difference for me really is the crowd's bigger. I mean, that's it. And, and the food's better. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I actually, you know? <laughs> I actually kind of, I, this is going to sound bad. It, it was, it was sad that we were online for Easter this year. Right. But it was also nice to be able to to talk to people about that, to be able to say, well, man, this right. is, this is our celebration every week. Right. You know? And so yeah. that was cool. It is. And the thing is, is that, uh, I think as Christians, we have to, um, we have to ask ourselves, you know, if everything is taken away, I mean, is Jesus enough? I mean, you know, and I mean, the resurrection, I mean, is there something else Jesus has to do for us? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You know, okay, so we have a friend of ours, Chris and I do, and he's one of our deacons. And I was talking, and he's in the, um, and he served some time in jail and he has shared his testimony publicly and those kinds of things. And, uh, and I, yeah, and you heard me right. He's one of our deacons. And so, <laughs> um, and, um, so uh, we are all broken people at Genesis. Okay. So if that's the kind of church you're looking for, that's, that's where we're at. But anyway, I was talking to him, uh, one, one time and, uh, and I've heard him say it. He preaches uh, for me occasionally, uh, whenever I'm gone. And, um, uh, but, and he's, he said this on a Sunday morning and he's said it in, uh, conversations where when, one time he was sitting in his jail cell and he had to come to grips with himself and God. And he said, this is the question that really took him down to the core. And it, he said it wasn't an audible voice, but it was more like just God talking to him in his head, you know? And he said, that he heard this question. All right, Jim, if I take everything away mm-hmm. and I'm all you got, is that enough? Okay. So if I take your if, if family's gone, your career's gone, your friends are gone and all you got are the four walls around you and me, am I enough? You know? Um, and I think somewhere in there, I think we all have to ask that question. Because I think sometimes we have to be careful because I think sometimes we're worshiping um, 
a God that gives us gifts and presents. And then we end up worshiping the presence and the gifts. Right. And it's really not about, it's not about Jesus at all. It's about what we think he can do for us in the sense of right. material things. Yeah. And, and we tend to, we tend to tie Jesus up into a package with other things. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talked about it, man, years ago, you know, we've talked about the, the idea of worship, you know, being tied up in ephemeral things. So, are there are there things that you cannot worship Jesus and worship God without? Because if so, you know, there are always preferences and there are things that might make, you know, it easier to enter into a time of worship. But, um, you know, the idea that we are, we aren't, an, or Jesus isn't enough because we need something ephemeral to go along with him, whether it's him blessing you, whether it's him giving you something, whether it is, you know, Man, the, the conversation that we had years ago revolved around organ, drum set, hymnal, projector, whatever. You know, do you need those things? Do you need to tie Jesus up in a package with the things he blesses you with, the things he does for you, the things that we have in churches? You know, we tend to package Jesus with a lot of stuff and then worship the package versus, you know, the individual part that is Jesus. And, and it, I don't know, it tends to make him uh, in our mind seem like less than enough. So, well, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I think I've mentioned this before, uh, on like a, uh, one of the, our, one of our pod, I don't know if it's a podcast or it's a Sunday morning thing we're doing during COVID or something, but, uh, you know, there's these, and in world war one, world war two, the cargo gods, have I mentioned this before? No, you haven't. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. World War One and World War Two, there, there was this phenomenon called the cargo gods. That's what that came known as. And these planes and pilots would crash like uh, in the, mm -hmm. in the jungles of Africa, you know? And so, uh, and, but these pilots who survived, they would get out and they would have these, these guns, that they would point at people and they would die and they would, you know, and they, they thought the, the, the tribes didn't understand what that was. They'd never seen that before. Right. And they thought they had these, some kind of magical powers and they would uh, start fires with just flipping the boom, a little lighter. And they were thought, wow, they got these, they got magic powers. Anyway, they thought these were gods because they came out of the sky. And so when the pilots left, what happened was some of these planes, they turned into shrines and they would worship yep. this God that came from the, uh, the sky. And, and um, years, decades later, um, people would go out to some of the, and they would go out to some of these tribes and they were still worshiping him, hoping and praying in their form that these cargo gods would return and bring all this cool stuff with them. And so, and I think in some ways, that's how um, we treat God. We've turned him into a cargo God and he brings all these cool gadgets mm -hmm. and that's what we want. And it's really not about Jesus. It's about all the cool gadgets. And I think we have to be careful there, um, you know, and, and we have to get to the point where, you know, we have to ask ourselves, you know, with you know the resurrection of jesus i mean he proved who he was everything's true it's all legit um now if if my health is taken away if my car is taken away my house my career 
I mean, physical ability. Uh, if my spouse cheats on me, moves out, whatever, um, you know, and on and on, just whatever in your mind's bad, um, you know, it, again, go back, is Jesus enough? And I think we have to ask that, you know, because uh, that'll tell you real quick, because here's the deal. Once you're, you start losing things, I, I see Christians do this all the time. They are great Christians while everything's going great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Boy, they and love Jesus. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but then when, when things start going bad, you know, where then they start blaming God, getting mad at God, walking away from God. And then next thing you know, they're not even reading the Bible praying or anything. You know, they're not going to church. They're not doing all the stuff that they were all into beforehand. You know, it's like, well, if God ain't going to do his deal, I'm not going to do mine, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> all right, we got, we got, we got a, probably a cargo God thing happening here, you know? And so, uh, anyway, all right. So we've been talking about the resurrection and we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, and, uh, we're going to continue the doctrine of Christ. Uh, the, um, the next time, um, uh, we meet, we're going to be talking about the evidences of the resurrection of Christ. And, uh, we're going to unpack that a little bit and, uh, talk about biblical evidence and extra biblical evidence. Uh, of things that point to, yep, the resurrection did happen. So there you go. Yeah, it sounds like fun, man. Mm -hmm. I enjoy that stuff. So, yep. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next time.